Hello and welcome to the author Dennis Galloway podcast show. In this chapter, chapter 18, finding the right skills. Harold now is in his office trying to figure out how to work with other people, how to get people together, how to get them to do what you want them to do. A lot of times this is a, a learning process for a lot of people. I wanted to make sure that the things that Harold is going through might be relevant to what you're going through. How do you deal with other people, especially in an office environment? When it's important to get your task done, yet try to get other people's to help you. Other people may have their own tasks and maybe they don't want to help you. So how do you do that? And I wanted to make sure that the lesson that Harold learned uh, came across and maybe you could understand it, maybe apply it to your own. So listen to this chapter, chapter 18, finding the right skills and find out. Chapter 18, finding the right skills. As the writing flowed out of Harold's head and onto the paper, he woke up, stretched, and grabbed a fresh piece of paper. He wrote down with another pen, in English, the wisdom he had just learned in his dream travel with Al. Harold read this wisdom over several times to be sure he had understood it. Then he placed the paper in a special file for safekeeping. He got up and prepared for his day. As Harold settled into his new position, he learned more about dealing with people than ever before. In his previous position, he had only dealt with his peers and focused on his clerical duties. With his new position, he would be given a task by his new supervisor, Mr. Fraser, and was expected to carry it out on his own. Harold, I want you to complete this task, and I want it done by the end of the week, Fraser would say. Yes, sir, Mr. Fraser, I'll get on it right away, Harold would reply. As Harold read over the newest task, he realized he did not have the resources to complete it, so he went to talk to Mr. Fraser. Fraser's desk was in the corner of the large office space. It was covered with stacks of paper on both sides. Mr. Fraser had another person standing in front of his desk whom he was talking to when Harold appeared. Excuse me, Mr. Fraser. I read over the task you assigned me, and it's going to require some extra people to accomplish. Can you assign me some additional clerks? Fraser stopped talking to the man in front of him. He handed him some papers, and the man left. Then Fraser looked at Harold and said, Harold, I hired you as my assistant, expecting you to be able to accomplish the tasks I give you. You will have to figure out how to accomplish the task without your own staff. I'm fully confident in your ability to do what I ask. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get back to my tasks. Harold went back to his desk and sat down. Harold did not know how to carry out the new task, if he was not given the needed resources. Frustrated, he started to do the work himself. He believed if Fraser had faith that he could do it on his own, all he had to do was put in the extra time and he could do it. Later the same day, Mr. Fraser came by Harold's desk. Here you go, Harold, another task for you. I know you can do this by the end of the week, he said, tossing a new task on Harold's desk. On his own, Harold found himself falling behind in the tasks as more and more were added to his pile. He needed help. He realized he would have to get help from others to get his tasks done, even though they may not work for him directly. It was a challenge. He needed to find a way to delegate to those who did not take orders from him. 
he went to a clerk beneath his grade, but in another office, and approached him about doing one of his tasks. Say, Sam, <clears throat> you've helped me out a little in the past. I was wondering if you could do this small task for me. I would appreciate it very much, Harold said. Sam stopped writing and looked up at Harold, who was holding out some papers to him. Without taking him, he replied, Harold, you know how overworked we clerks are. You have your new position, so do your job and let me do mine. I don't have any spare time at all. In fact, I might even have to work late tonight just to finish what I've already been given. Sam went back to writing and ignored Harold. Harold went back to his desk to see yet another task had been placed on the growing pile. Harold felt as the tasks piled up, he was falling further and further behind. Then Harold remembered what he had written down from his dream travel with Al-Hamid. If you negotiate with an agreement so it is beneficial to each party, you can usually get what you want. Harold returned to Sam's desk. Sam did not look up from his work. Sam, you are right. You are overworked. How about I take two of your tasks off your desk in exchange for this one task I need you to do? Asked Harold. Sam stopped writing, looked up at Harold with a surprised look. Now that is a generous offer, Harold. That would help me a great deal because I wouldn't have to stay late tonight. Sam took Harold's task and handed Harold two small ones of his own. Harold went back to his desk and grabbed up another one of his own tasks. Then he went to another clerk he knew could accomplish all three tasks easily and offered to take some of his work in exchange for getting this trio of tasks done. Harold did this many times, and the clerks were grateful he was replacing tasks they found difficult with tasks more suitable to their skills. Harold would simply take some troublesome tasks and give them to someone who had the skills to do them efficiently. Thus, Harold learned to delegate, and by doing so, Learn each clerk's particular skills, which he used as a resource when new tasks came in. Fraser soon saw Harold as a very efficient manager. It seemed like no matter what his boss gave him to do, it got done on time and well. By being of great assistance to others, Harold's reputation in the office grew. He was soon rewarded with a pay raise. Using the type of agreement he had learned from the dream travel experience, Harold found it served him well and so vowed to himself to use it from now on. Each evening, he would write with a pen, anxious to dream travel with Al-Hamid, and perhaps learn more wisdom. When he picked up the pen, he felt good, and the Arabic writing flowed. This has been The Pen. Dream Traveler Sales Book 1, Sultan's Wisdom, written by Dennis Galloway, read by Dennis and Corky Man Galloway, copyright 2020, published by Blue Yonder Studios, production copyright 2021 by Sean Denovan. Thank you for listening to this episode. Sure hope you enjoyed it. If you're interested in getting the entire audio file, you can go to your audio store of your choice and put in the title of the book, and you'll find it there to purchase. Thank you so much.